Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is this your forever home? You can never say forever. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, it's so funny, actually, Peter. There's two other houses here in the area, and they've started... They've just started complete renovations and I'm looking every day driving past going, oh my God, I wonder what they're doing now. And... Hey everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Get In Our Home series. This series is designed to help home builders, homeowners and renovators to get inspiration and guidance from industry professionals, but also homeowners themselves. My name is Peter Clamartin, and in this episode we travel to meet Neve and her newly renovated bungalow nested in the heart of Kilkenny City. Don't forget that you can see this home and all the other homes we film for the series on the Get In Our Home YouTube channel. This was a really good chat and a really valuable one for those that might be considering the renovation route. Again, I must thank Neve for her time and, and patience. Neve is one of the first homes we filmed with for the series, so to have her support so early on in the series was really appreciated. So, Without further ado, let's get into it. So, for a number of years, I've always been living in a house um, just outside Kilkenny. It was 10 miles outside the city centre. Um, I, my family live in Kilkenny City, and I was really mad to move back into town. Um, Are your family always from Kilkenny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I've lived away for many years and I've traveled a lot. So um, I was really keen to live somewhere, I suppose, close to close town. To yeah. yeah. Close to family, friends and walking distance to uh, the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, how did you come across this? Like, was it on Daft? Did somebody send it to you? Or how did you find this house? Initially? So I, I would have been familiar with the area. Um, there is a lot of lovely bungalows here and they're very rarely for sale um, so two came up at the same time so I was really really lucky um, to have an option so uh, a friend of mine who's actually a builder he came out with me and he looked at both houses and saw huge potential in uh, this house and um, so yeah I went ahead and put an offer and here we are today and like like did you always have in your mind you were going for a bungalow or like did you ever yeah. consider any other option it was always a bungalow always a bungalow when oh. I was younger I wanted a big house and I wanted you know loads of bedrooms and then I suppose with my lifestyle etc as I said I travel a lot so I just totally changed. I wanted a cute little bungalow that I could really, I suppose, um, adapt to my lifestyle and what exactly suited my needs. And of course, Phoebe, the little palm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so t- take me a little bit through that process, Neve. So say somebody's just bought a house. What were your first steps to, you know, starting the, 
suppose, the renovation? Because ultimately you knew that this was going to be a renovation project, right? Yes, yes. So I suppose ultimately I knew it was going to be a huge task and um, in order to get the home I wanted, um, you know, so close to town that it was going to involve an older house that with huge potential for renovation. So I suppose I worked very closely with my builder and my architect to see exactly how we could utilise um, the space as much as possible. The house itself was probably a little bit smaller than what I actually wanted, but unfortunately for houses, as you're aware, in you know city centres, you pay a lot more for them and a renovation, it ain't cheap. And uh, uh, what were the first steps you, you made? Like, did you have to move into the house while it was being renovated or how did that work? So what I did, I was actually renting a house in Kilkenny okay. during the build, um, the renovation. Um, it was planned for a six month project and it went you know, right on to plan. I had no delays at all, even though it was during COVID. So I was one of the lucky ones. Wow. Um, and I moved into my house last Christmas, which, you know, was absolutely fantastic. Um, I was working from home at the time, so I was able to be on site every single day and be project manager. Um, I'm sure the builder at times was like, would you ever just go away for a few days? Um, so it was great to be able to watch everything um, on a daily basis. and. I guess each step, you know, when the windows arrived, the doors, etc. It was just, I, I loved every bit of it. In fact, I would love to start all over again. Would you really? <laughs> I actually would, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was just, uh, I got so much satisfaction out of it. And to see what you put into plan come to life at the end and sitting here talking to you today, I'm, I'm really, really pleased and happy. It's funny because yeah. some people finish the house and they're like, I am never do that again this is it yeah you know? yeah yeah but i suppose when you buy a house or build a house or whatever well i suppose i bought previously so you're just given the house as it is where i designed this house for my living and um you know I, i'm really really pleased with how it turned out um there's not a whole lot like people always ask me what would you do different now or what would you change to be honest, nothing, because we planned it so well. And as I said, and keep mentioning, my builder was amazing. Like, you know, I probably changed the plans 20,000 times on a daily basis. So um, it really, you know, a lot of a lot went into it. And so you didn't go to self-builder, you went for a builder. Did you ever consider exactly. taking on some labor yourself or you just knew that that wasn't an option no, for you? No, it wasn't an option for me in my lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so really, I was just going to be uh, manage the project, yeah. pick yeah. the property. And I suppose, yeah, that, that like I wouldn't have been able to do it myself. Um, but I was very much involved in it, but never really rolled the sleeves up. But now I'm getting a bit more involved in the, the interior aspect, yeah, which yeah, yeah. again is a huge hobby passion of mine of course and uh, would you have any advice for people approaching builders and looking at renovations of say say somebody that's not too confident with a self-build route and that is going down the builder route would you have any advice there in terms of getting quotes and getting builders on board and who to approach and yeah well i suppose um well i worked very closely with my architect on it and you know, as I said, my friend is a builder, so ideally I was going to go with him. We got many different quotes and really they were all so different. Really? Yeah, yeah. but to be honest, my architect was quite surprised in the, the, the variance between them all. It wasn't as bad as what he had, I suppose, um, what he thought it would be. But then again, you know, there's a lot of different materials, etc. used. 
And also, like getting a cheap coat is not necessarily, you know, the, the best, best option. Yeah. 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 So, you know, really, sorry, really have a think about it. Um, sorry to interrupt you. So what actually had to be done here? So you bought this house. What, what building work actually had to be done here? Okay, so it was an old house. Um, it was, uh, they were built 20 years ago. Um, I know the lady who lived here prior to me, she had done a little bit of work. So, uh, you know, it, it, it was actually, it wasn't bad, but structurally it needed to be insulated. It needed new windows, doors, etc. And I suppose what I wanted to do was really gut the whole house and start all over again. So at one point, you know, it was literally just a shell. I paid for a house and I ended up with a shell. Um, yeah, so um, I was then able to, I suppose, mold and adapt the house the way I wanted. So I totally moved everything around. I had planned for three bedrooms. It was previously a two bedroom. Um, you know, I changed the hall. I wanted the house to be nice and bright. And I'm sure you agree, that's one thing I really achieved is the brightness in the house, which, you know, I absolutely love. I just wanted it to be clean, warm, and a nice, relaxed feel in the house. And um, whereas previously it would have been very, very dark. So there's a lot of windows here. I used a lot of nice white tones, and you know, I think the choice of tiles, etc., just you know, puts a nice little element to it. I almost feel like the back of my house is like um, a little villa. Yeah, yeah, in the Mediterranean. In the, in Spain or something <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have huge dreams, a great imagination, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'd be putting up posters now of uh, like you know the seaside or something, you know. To oh yeah, to sell yourself well. to see, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so so you you did a lot of work with insulation and windows, and then you extended the old extension, and then you added the veranda as well. So there was yes. a lot of work there. Um, so we extended out to the back, made the kitchen bigger. There was an extension on the house um, previously, but we um, we knocked that and changed it. Um, I wanted a flat, paraffin. Why, why was it that you had to knock the original extension? Um, it was just to uh, I suppose the size of it, and okay. you know, um, just to make it more. Fit in with your plans, like yeah, yeah, because yeah. obviously that the, the old extension may not have been the measurements that you were looking for exactly. for the kitchen or whatever. I suppose the architect wasn't really happy with it, so okay. you know we we wanted to make changes to make it fit in better with the whole extension, and then um, I have the pergola then to the back, which I absolutely love, and it's just such a great outdoor space for family, friends. I'm hoping to use it a lot more now. I suppose when you know. We're out of this COVID, um, but you know it's nice to see people starting to walk in the door again and to be able to show people around. I and mean, actually enjoyed this. Place. Absolutely, I mean, I I work out there, train in it, um, sit out in the evening and have my meals when it's warm. Um, yeah, just sitting enjoying the glass of wine, and yeah, I I really love the pergola, and I think. You know, I think we have, we, we've learned to use our gardens a lot more, spend more time in them. And I've, I've noticed a lot of people are putting a lot of money and investing into their gardens. Oh, and yeah, I just think sure. it's, you know, if, if it's one thing you do when you're planning is, you know, leave room for maybe a pergola or a nice outdoor space. Um, you know, I can sit there no matter what the weather is. Um, it, it's just so handy. Especially um, for people that maybe are, have a little bit smaller homes or bungalows like yourselves. 
Exactly. It really, it's like an additional room. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, as I said, I spend a lot of time in it. And it's like an extension of the kitchen, really. Just once the doors are open, it's like, you know, bringing the outside yeah. in, which we all love to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then take me through the process. So it took six months six months to build. Were there, ever, were there any hiccups? Were there anything that sticks out to you throughout the journey that was a high no, or a low or an No, there wasn't really, I suppose, from a build perspective. Everything went plan. And, you know, as I said, I was changing things continuously, changing the design. But there was nothing major that, you know, had to be changed. I suppose the only thing for me was picking out different materials and that. And I, I found that hard because... You know, there's so many options in everything you want to buy from tiles to your slabs outside. I suppose the outdoor area, I struggled with that quite a bit because it is quite small and I was bringing a few different textures, you know, together between stone and slab and uh, the tiles also that are in the kitchen. I wanted to bring those outside. A lot of people told me not to do that, but you know, Neve being Neve just went ahead, did what she wanted to. Um, the paving itself, when it arrived, I absolutely hated it. It was like a bright yellow. I suppose anyone that has been following me for a while would have seen that day, and I was I was horrified. But I mean, I suppose if that was the worst that I had to endure, it wasn't very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're obviously huge on the interior and the interior Absolutely, design. Absolutely, yeah. How early did you start that process of, choosing the interior and knowing what you're going to put where and how? I suppose interiors has always been a passion of mine. Um, I'm always on Instagram, Pinterest and, you know, even in my previous home, it was, I always was looking at nice furniture, designs, colours, etc. and keeping up with, I suppose, trends to a certain way. But I do try to step aside and, you know, keep away from them. I suppose a big decision for me was whether I'd go with the modern kitchen or, you know, but then I said, no, I'll go with something that's a little bit more traditional, but with a little modern twist to it. Um, and I'm really, really pleased with the kitchen, the way it turned out. Um, I worked with Synod's Kitchen here in Kilkenny and they were absolutely fantastic. You know, I think it's great to be able to work with local, local people as well. So Shane at Synod's Kitchen was absolutely fantastic and I love my kitchen. And like, how early in the process would you recommend people are thinking about kitchens and interior and stuff? Like, it's never too early. Really? Yeah, it's never too early. Um, I suppose I was working on my kitchen in advance and, you know, I probably, by the time the sale and everything had almost gone through, I nearly had my kitchen design picked out. I went to a lot of different um, people, uh, you know, regarding the kitchen and, you know, got different quotes, etc. Um, but generally the design was the same in what I was getting. You know, I wanted something bright, fresh, quite simple. Uh, and, you know, something that you could probably modify and change over the years as well. Yeah. And, um, and then in terms of the rest of the house, like you're, you have the walk-in wardrobe and you have the bedroom and stuff. Yep. Like, did you have plans for that early on too? Like especially with the built-in furniture. So you must have had to plan that quite early. Um, yeah, a, a lot of that was planned quite early. But um, I suppose the ensuite wasn't in the plans. That was meant oh. to be part of the utility, which is actually here in the kitchen. But then I decided, you know, every woman needs a nice big, you know, dressing room, walk-in wardrobe. So by adding more onto a utility. And I mean, the kitchen is quite big. I was going to lose room in the walk-in wardrobe. That was, I suppose, initially a bedroom. So I turned it into a wardrobe and then there's now an ensuite off that. So, you know, anytime I have guests staying over, at least I have my side. 
and then I have the other main bathroom um, for any visitors or guests. Um, yeah, so I, I think it worked out well. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Um, sometimes people can prioritise um, everything else and forget about their own personal space and their absolutely. own, yeah. you know, because the bedroom yeah. is kind of your own space. Yeah, you know, is, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and then, um, uh, because this is a renovation, was, was there any things that you had to consider that were different as opposed to a new build? Because um, I know you mentioned um, insulation and windows and stuff. You know, so when you were looking at a renovation, was that something that you had to you had to factor in quite early? And what advice would you give people there that are looking at a renovation? Yeah, well, I suppose it's really important. I mean, the insulation of this house would have been pretty poor. Um, I mean, we're looking at you know a house that was insulated over twenty years ago. So I suppose I consulted with my architect a lot on that and what was the best option for a smaller house. I mean, obviously, bigger houses need uh, you know a different level of insulation completely. So. Um, um, I guess I left that in my architect's hands and let him just, you know, took but, his, but, but took what his I'm sound is device. That there was extra things to consider as opposed to... Just Absolutely, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously the windows and that, they're all tripping glazing and the house is totally wrapped as well um, uh, internally. But we could have gone externally, but there was no need for that. Now, I suppose uh, it is a lot more expensive to actually insulate a house externally. But it just in view of this house, I mean, you know, the internal worked quite well. And it probably, to be honest, I probably did save some money there as well. So, yeah, when you do mention budget, maybe I did make a few little, now that I think of it, a few choices and probably cut out like one or two windows along the way. But then like in my situation, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul, you know, um, put a window elsewhere. Yeah, 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 it can, it can oftentimes like You that. can never have enough windows, in my opinion. Like, brightness is just key. To wake up in the morning and walk into a bright kitchen, it's like, it's such a lovely feel-good and a start to the day. There, there and I genuinely mean this, there really is a good feeling when you come into this kitchen because it's like, the hallway is quite narrow, so it's nearly like a reveal when, yeah, you, when you come absolutely. in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something really nice about that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's the truth. Um, okay, so what is your favourite part of the house? Where we're sitting right now. <laughs> and why? Yeah, I, I suppose this is the core of my house and I suppose all the work really went into this. Um, the rest of the house was more interiors and that, but I just love this space, like, and just sitting on the couch, looking out into the garden. It's so peaceful, you know, um, on my days off, just to, you know, you almost feel like you're sitting in the garden under shelter um, but then in the winter time it's lovely then it's quite cozy as well but I had great plans for this house I wanted an office and I wanted so many things separately but as it as it transpired I now do all my work here at the kitchen table because it's so bright I'm sitting at the window it's just so multi-purpose functional so like open plan when it's done right planned properly it just works so so well yeah I can definitely vibe with that. Um, so when did you move into the house? I moved into the house the week before Christmas. Okay. And when? Did uh, you... In 2020, last year. And when did you start the build? I started in June. So this time last year, we're probably day number 20 into the build. Wow. Yeah. So this place was ripped up. Basically. Absolutely. Yeah. And like to watch the walls come tumbling down every day, it was amazing. Like the first month. Was there a moment there where you were like, 
what am I doing? Oh, no, it was the opposite. It was like, oh my God, oh, seeing all these walls coming down and the space just being open and, you know, you could really see the potential then. Um, but like the first month, things just went so, so quick. Um, and then I suppose when you got to see the house as a shell, that was when probably some of my plans actually did change slightly. Um, so just in right time. So you had a clearer vision or a view of what this potentially could look like. You could and really see the space. You could like, really course, see it, yeah. yeah. And so much light just came in once, you know, it was all opened up. And um, yeah, it's, it's incredible what you can do, really. And OK, so you, you started in June before Christmas, you move in. I want to take you back to that moment. So your very first night's sleep in the house and you wake up, how do you feel? What, what describe that moment? You know, because what I'm trying to get at here, Neve, is that so many people are in the middle of a renovation or they're on the self-build and the end is just so far away, it doesn't feel like it's I suppose, possible. yeah, no, I felt like that at the end, kind of, you know, when is this going to be finished? But like you're dealing with painters and all that kind of thing, do you know? Um, okay, so I was just ranting there, as normal. <laughs> um, yeah, so I suppose the last couple of weeks, just, um, I guess I was probably running out of a little bit of patience, which I hadn't all along. Um, you know, the final bits being done and um, painting, etc. Weather wasn't really playing on my side like it was, you know, coming up to Christmas. It, weather was like, it was a lot of rain, so it was hard to get the paint done. And then, of course, I wanted the garden complete because, you know, the, the back is so open plan. You, you needed something nice to look out on. So set the, the night and um, once it was finished and um, had the cleaners in the day before, professional, even when I walked in after them, it was like, oh my God, it just looked amazing. I was going around snap happy, taking pictures everywhere because I just thought I'll never see this house this clean again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first night here, it was just so surreal. Um, it was everything I had dreamt of and thought of. It was so peaceful. Then great night's sleep, got up in the morning, walked into the kitchen and it was just so bright. Uh, sat down, had a cup, had a cup of coffee, and just was so grateful. Um, took a few minutes just to take it all in, and yeah, a moment I'll never forget. That's so nice because it's like it just seems so intangible to some people. Yeah, you know, to, yeah, to... no, it was like I mean, I'm just so grateful for what I have today. I really like the six months before uh, I bought this. I really knuckled down and saved every penny because at the end of the day, you have to show your finances to the bank. You have to show them, you know, why, why did you buy this and why did you buy that? And so really had to change my lifestyle completely. But then again, COVID did help, you know. So, you know, I think budget is really, really important, um, you know, in your savings to see that you have a regular, you know, saving going into an account every month and anything you have at all, at all to be able to show. Um, and especially when you're single, when you're applying, you know, yourself, even though I had a mortgage previously, um, you know, with no problems, it's still like you're starting all over again. Um, and did you find it harder because you were single? I never actually asked that. No, it was, uh, I suppose back then it was a little bit different. Um, uh, but this time I found it a little bit more difficult because I was buying a house and then I was doing a renovation. So there was potentially two, you know, for the sale and then for the renovation. So 
I had three separate drawdowns with the bank mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately COVID kicked in, everyone's circumstances were changing so I really didn't think that I'd have to reapply almost each time. Um, so the work would have been done and then you might apply for say 40,000 of work that had been carried out already. So it had to be approved again. So the first two were fine. But then on my third phase, so my, uh, I suppose, the, the final phase, the last quarter, um, I had changed jobs, as I was saying to you earlier, that I went back nursing during COVID. So my salary had changed dramatically. And of course, the bank are obviously going to, you know, drawing on that. but. I suppose you have to be able to prove to them again that you know you're in a different job you may be earning less but but you can still afford to repayment absolutely right? and i mean i've never had problems with my mortgage and you know I, I suppose this was a temporary solution for covid i was would be going back to my other job that i had been in previously or something similar to that so it was only a short-term measure so yeah, yeah i think that's yeah. such a critical point to get across absolutely people, is that, absolutely you know you can have the house of your dreams but you need the money of your dreams too this you know is I mean? it absolutely and you know as you're aware like nothing is cheap today no matter what you want to do you might 100%. want to build a wall yeah. or you know all the finishing touches it requires so much money but i suppose i've kind of stalled now and you know i'm doing everything else slowly like there's parts of the kitchen now that needs to be tiled um it took me a while to pick those out so i've finally decided on them so i'll get that finished um I but it's also nice to be adding bits to the house as oh, you go absolutely, along absolutely you know I mean? absolutely and you know it, it creates um it's lovely to be able to do things then as you go along that you have something else to look forward to but i mean as it is i'm really really happy with it so you know i guess when i get my front room done now that will be could possibly possibly be my favorite room oh wow. it's going to be my little snug that's exciting <laughs> close the doors and yeah forget about the world yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah just going back to that mortgage point like i think yeah. it's really important to focus on um if you are thinking about self-building or you are thinking about building a house or renovating or even buying a house mm -hmm. i think it's so important to really be early in the process of getting your finances in order oh, and be really conscious yeah, of absolutely. how detailed the yeah. bank will go when yeah. they go looking into your finances. Like they, I remember with us, they, they literally highlighted anything that they wanted to ask questions oh, absolutely. on. You know what yeah. I mean? And we were, they, we were literally trying to justify every single thing mm -hmm. that was this over, I think, a thousand euro that they focused on, you know? Every penny that goes into your account, be it a credit or a debit, you know, they do question you on that. Mm -hmm. so, so, so I think, for people listening or watching, I think it's really important to get across that. Yeah. At such an early stage, you know. A very early stage. And I mean, it's never it's never too early to start saving. Um, you know, anyone that knows me, you know, I kind of live in the moment, live for today. Um, you know, I do like the nice things in life as we all do, but when it comes to mortgage, you know, all of that has to really change. But it's amazing what you can really turn around in six months when you really, you know, when you go for it but you have a vision, you know what you're aiming for and when you get there then, but there's actually no harm in getting out at any point and meeting with the different you know, lenders, ask them what they're looking for, what will help. They're very, very helpful. Um, I went to the Bank of Ireland in the end and the lady I was dealing with, she was absolutely fantastic. She was so helpful, um, you know, gave me some 
I suppose, hints as to what I could do better and improve on while it was, you know, going through the process. Um, so every bank has, I suppose, great advice. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what you need to do, what boxes you need to tick in order to, you know, to approach them then. And you know then when you are actually going for it, you know how much you're looking for, etc. You're kind of, I suppose, a little bit more reassured that you have what they need and what they're looking for. So it makes it that little bit easier. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I would totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, how is your house heated at the moment? Oh, it was oil and then I, I changed over to gas. Why was that? Because I just didn't want a big tank outside okay, yeah. and getting it filled and stuff. So I suppose the gas, uh, my plumber just recommended and it was a much cleaner option, a cleaner system. So that's why we, we changed, you know. But to be honest, the house doesn't require too much heating because it's so warm. Um, you know, even the last couple of weeks since the temperatures have, you know, increased, it just feels so warm and snug in here. And uh, sorry, another question. Um, is there any appliances or anything unique in the kitchen that you, that you love? Like you didn't get any fancy cooker or tap or anything like that? You weren't bog standard? Well, no, you see. Because um, it looks very fancy. Also, no, 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 no. There's not really. Like, um, like say the top, everyone goes with the, the quark, is it? Yes. But I just wanted that traditional top and there was no way I was having it. And people were saying to me, oh my God, you have the hot water, you know, and it's, I'm like, that's no big deal. I drink coffee from a coffee machine. So, and it's funny actually, because that tap is probably the most asked question in this house. Where is your tap from? It's like, to me, it's like a central feature there, bringing, bringing it together, you know. But, but with, with, with this house, there was no utility or was there? Oh, no, no, no. There was literally just that square. Okay. Yeah. Was the kitchen. So you had to incorporate your utility into your kitchen? Exactly. Oh, sorry, yeah. So, I mean, I could have made more space for a utility room, but I just thought, you know, it's just another area to throw in loads of mops and washing materials and cleaning utensils, etc. So what I did was just kind of built what almost looks like a little wardrobe. Um, and it, I think it's quite flush with the kitchen, how it's integrated, really. And then behind those two doors then is the washing machine on the ground and then the dryer just slightly you know lifted up from it i have my hoover all my cleaning everything in it and then i have under the sink as well which is quite a large space as well and i suppose one of my favorite features in the kitchen is the wine cooler <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you would recommend that people that are looking at small spaces is to try and incorporate multiple things into the same space absolutely without looking too cluttered but I suppose, as you can see in my kitchen, there's nothing on show. Um, I like everything to be in behind doors. So, um, you know, I have my little copy station with everything in that. And I utilize that quite a bit. So I'm able to open the doors, use what I want, and then close it over. And then that's it, it's nice and tidy. Again. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. And if anyone comes unexpectedly, you open the door, <laughs> yeah. you throw everything in. It's like, ah, I've been cleaning all morning. Not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the same with the bedroom. Then it was the same thing with the with the sliding door. Yeah, so the bedroom, I suppose, um, it's now two bedrooms that are all one. And what I did was, um, I wanted my bedroom just to be very, very simple. Um, I didn't want too much in it; just my two lockers, and that was that was all I wanted. I wanted a nice 
feature bed and um, what I decided to do then was to have put in a sliding door which almost looks like um, a sliding shelf so I was able to put some books and things on that and um, you know faff around with it as we do and just make it like a nice little feature in the room but it doesn't look like there's too many doors then when you slide it across you go into the dressing room and then that has the um, the ensuite off that so it's kind of like so working the space absolutely yeah. so it's like that's my whole little area so it's like I guess I'm either here in the open plan or else in the bedroom which you know I dress I wash everything there and then the rest of the house is just for I suppose weekends and that um, you know utilizing the rest of it so yeah it just it just works really really well it's just so compact I, I do love that though um like the, the bedroom wardrobe toilet because it actually goes in sequence like you get up in the morning you use the bathroom absolutely you get dressed, and you're out the door so it's like exactly like the rooms are in sequence yeah, as you would yeah. use them you know yeah and that's my space as well you know when you have visitors or you know people don't need to go near any of that that's all yours so then the the main bathroom is always just pristinely clean and tidy for anyone random <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, un, the unwanted yeah, guest yeah absolutely Everyone has wanted. <laughs> this your forever home? You can never say forever. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, it's so funny, actually, Peter. There's two other houses here in the area, and they've started. They've just started complete renovations, and I'm looking every day, driving past, going, "Oh my God, I wonder what they're doing now." And like, I just get so excited when I see, you know, all the work going on, and yeah, it genuinely just excites me. So. I don't know. Um, it, it is, um, but who knows what's ahead? <laughs> oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Most people would say yes to that question. Just okay, will we say yes? <laughs> <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to the podcast it's funny and um, because we're so new and the podcast is so new we haven't actually received any reviews yet and um, be it positive or negative for the for the podcast itself so if you are listening to this i would really really appreciate it if you could consider leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on it will just help us to get found and to be seen by more people if you want to find out more from neve you can find her on instagram at knockout Nudon house I'll post um, a link to her profile on Instagram in the description box below. And as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, you can also view Neve's YouTube episode on the Get In Our Home YouTube channel, where you can see her stunning home and all of the other homes we filmed for the series. Stay tuned and subscribe for all things home building. Thanks and hope to see you all soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.